Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast. I am S. Ranendra Singh and today we are going to talk about luxury cars market in India. The luxury car market in India has seen one of the best years in 2022 in the recent past by selling around 37,000 units and this calendar year it is expected to hit around 45,000 to even 47,000 units, the best ever in the history, even beating the last peak of 41,000 units in 2018. The buying power of individuals, especially in the age group of 35 to 40, has grown exponentially in the last two years. And even though most of the luxury cars are touching around Rs. 50 lakh as starting prices, these buyers are not shying away from spending. Some even go beyond that and purchase cars which are more than Rs. 1 crore. For instance, Mercedes-Benz India, which is the largest luxury car seller in India, is selling more cars which are priced around Rs. 1 crore and more in its AMG series. The youths who are environment conscious are also going for luxury car, uh, luxury electric cars, which are mostly in those price bracket. To get more ideas and trend in the luxury car market, we have today Santosh Ayer, Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer, Mercedes-Benz India, who will touch upon every aspect, whether it is sedan versus SUVs or petrol versus diesel or EV or even taxation issues on the luxury cars in this podcast. So uh, welcome Santosh uh, to BL Podcast. Uh, and to start with, I would like to ask you, since the um, festive season has already kicked in from uh, Onam in uh, Kerala, how is the luxury car market performing in the current uh, scenario and uh, especially with the festive season now already ringing in? Okay, so uh, I think uh, the good part of this year's festive season is it's spread over four months, uh, starting with uh, uh, Onam in Kerala in August. And then Ganesh Chaturthi in September, Dashara in uh, October, and then of course Diwali in November. This gives us a lot of flexibility for production because it is also not a peaking up uh, and it is more spread out. Uh, when it comes to demand, uh, we already started seeing demand for deliveries in July, August, where the customers were booking the car with uh, and wanting a commitment to deliver it during the festive period. So uh, if I look at that, uh, and if you are able to now deliver these cars, uh, uh, we should have a very good festive growth compared to even last year. Uh, if you remember, last year was the best ever year, even the best ever festive sales. And this year should set new records with, uh, you know, the, the, with the double digit growth over last year. So uh, let's see, uh, maybe we'll also release our quarterly numbers in the first week of October. But overall, it looks quite positive. Any numbers that you can share as compared to last year, how much is the industry no, expecting? As I said, the festive period has just started. So, you know, Kerala is just one state. So I won't like to make a comment like that. But I would say overall growth will be uh, in the tune of double digit compared to last year. And that should help us uh, do again a best ever festive period as such. And what about in the uh, uh, EV segment? I think because of the higher import duties, still low in demand or is it uh, you know as as expected by the industry no i think import duty has nothing to do with evs because uh, today the pricing of the cars are quite nice, uh, aggressively done so if you look at our portfolio the eqs is available which we are locally producing at 1.6 crores the eqb at 80 lakhs even the today's launch that we did the eqe suv uh, that is at the 1.39 crores so if i compare that to a combustion engine let's take eqe uh, the company, uh, the 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 comparable model is the GLE 400, which will be at 1.08 crores ex showroom. On road right. is 1.3 crores, and uh, today you get an electric car uh, with uh, all the bells and whistles like hyperscreen, airmatic, uh, you know, uh, all, all all the many other features 
on the EV at just uh, 1.39 uh, crores. So I think the pricing is there. Uh, the market sense is a slow. I, I would not say slow. I would say is happening uh, at no, uh, at a at a pace because of the, uh, the 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 overall myths around EV. You know there are still barriers on EV purchase, like uh, uh, whether the car will last for 15 years. Will I get a residual value? Uh, is the charging infrastructure in place? And I think our responsibility is to address those concerns. So mm -hmm. today when we introduce a new EQV SUV, we have already committed to 10 year battery warranty, 250,000 kilometers of battery. So right. nobody now, at least customer will know now you have 15, 20 years, this can run. And on the other side, also giving a residual value guarantee equal to combustion engine. So as OEMs, we need to mitigate some of these concerns. Uh, every customer whom I meet, they say my next car is an EV which is mm -hmm. positive because the future they say will be EV. But when I ask them why not today, then uh, they, the, the, the reasons are more myths than reality. And today okay. with cars having high range and uh, very aggressively priced, I think uh, it's a matter of time where the adoption starts increasing. Plus to be fair, the options are also very limited in the overall market. If you look at the mass market today, uh, hardly few players, 1.5% odd penetration in the uh, in the overall mass market, and even in luxury, we are at 4 to 5% at Mercedes-Benz. So I think it's a it will take some time, but the midterm outlook still remains positive. We still feel that 25% of our sales should come from EVs in the next three to four years time. Okay, so what is the average uh, age right now for the buyers, and uh, both for EVs and IC uh, powered cars? And going forward, what kind of trend do you see? I think more than professionals, the EV buyers are more trendsetters. You know, they, they are very well aware about the battery, the technology. Uh, they want to flaunt the green number plate because they feel uh, they want to show that they are sustainable at the same point of time, responsible, and also take pride in being one of the first people adopting EV. So it's right. more of a mindset that the demographic or the sociographic, and that includes youngsters, that includes middle-aged people also, and old people also. So it's not the age which is driving, it is the mindset which is driving the EV consumption. Mm -hmm. What about the IC-powered vehicles? What is the average age right now? Yeah, for us, it uh, depends model to model. On S-Class, it's around 38 years. For uh, C-Class, it's around 35. Uh, average age still uh, is close to 38 uh, years in our segment as such. Okay, okay. And between the SUVs and sedans, uh, uh, what kind of uh, choices are there now when it comes to demand? Uh, is it still 50-50 or is it, uh, has it changed now? Oh, yeah, it's a good question. We are seeing an increased trend towards SUV, no doubt. Uh, because uh, also one of our bigger launches, which is the GLC, was in the SUV segment. So definitely we see a bigger traction at this stage on the SUV side. Having said that, even the now uh, have better availability because we have increased the production and there are also different uh, options to buy sedans, etc. So, uh, but to answer your question, SUVs definitely seem to have a much higher demand considering the GLC launch as well. Mm -hmm. What is the ratio look like now? Almost 60-40. 60-40. For us, industry, nobody shares body type data or uh, product data. So I will not impression, but I can only speak about Mercedes-Benz. Okay, okay. And what about on the diesel uh, demand? I mean, there seems to be, there is uh, still a demand for the uh, diesel engines in the luxury cars industry. So do you think that will continue? And what is the diesel say now? Diesels uh, in the luxury car, uh, I can say for Mercedes-Benz are one of the cleanest diesels available in the market. 
they meet euro 6 and also many of them are also cleared the stage 2 norm so uh, today i think diesels are very clean they offer better technology they also offer better uh, fuel efficiency apart from better driving and torqueiness so even today 10 to 15% uh, the diesel cars are more expensive by 10 to 15% but still customers buy diesel cars because of the benefits i mentioned and also you know a 3 to 4 year old diesel car fetches more than a gasoline car so the residual values are also very high for diesel so surely customers prefer diesel now with governments uh, i would say push for sustainable fuels of course over a period of time we may see the shift to electrification but uh, we are ready we have clean diesels we have gasoline which can work with ethanol fuel we have electric and we will adjust our production and uh, supply based on market demand so i was coming to ask you that question only because the government has recently announced on plans for biofuels or alternate fuels like in the more ethanol mix and also is luxury car players also going towards that uh, or because most of them are launching uh, in pure ev form globally though there are available on biofuels uh, options so do you so think that today the biofuel mix uh, today is only 11% and today our cars are already e10 and e20 ready so technically speaking if the government is able to supply up to 20% of blending also our cars will be easily able to manage that so okay. we are ready uh, but of course availability of biofuel and petrol stations up to 20% is still a far way so i think we have many years to reach 20% also so but the cars are currently ready even to accept a 20% mix right 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 and there have been some reports going around on uh, government has been thinking about reducing the import duties for evs santosh uh, so on the other hand they are also uh, you know promoting uh, make in india products so can you share some light on that what uh, the thinking and what kind of Uh, you know uh, help would it uh, help would it come to the ev makers in india i would say the government has assured cm as well as all the members that whatever policy they bring will be uniform for all the players in the market and it will be fair so we have to wait for the government to announce the new policy whether it will be import duty reduction or anything else i am not sure but uh, we can only comment once we see the policy but what the government has assured as i said is a fair policy for current and new players both so i think that's a right spirit right right so do you think that will also impact i mean if uh, tesla also comes in the market i mean they, sooner or later they will be coming in india would that impact the luxury uh, ev makers in india i think tesla coming is a very welcome step it will definitely help in further creating awareness about evs and also accelerating the shift towards ev Uh, but if i go by the media reports uh, which states they will participate in the mass market with the kind of pricing and products they have so there i see a limited threat to the luxury segment and to mercedes benz assets because uh, uh, if they intend to play as per media reports so i am not sure what would be their eventual strategy but to be on the other side we face tesla worldwide is not a new competitor for us and uh, as i said any new competitor is always welcome in the market okay okay uh, one question on the uh, interest rate i do you think that also because uh, in passenger vehicles market uh, some of the companies are impacted because of that also because 80% of the cars are financed so do you think that uh, similar trend is there in luxury car market also because of the higher interest rate so surely rates? you know uh, uh, higher interest rate increased prices definitely you can say dampens the sentiment a bit what we have tried to do is to compensate that with financial offers from our own nbfc which is mercedes benz financial 
So right now we have very good EMI schemes where the cost of ownership is taken care of. Uh, the EMIs are taken care of the customer uh, with a very good interest rates offered by Mercedes-Benz Financial. And because of that, uh, we are able to mitigate some of this anxiety. But any increase in price or interest rates definitely affects the demand. Okay, okay. And lastly, Santosh, on the, uh, the, the you have recently said also in in, uh, in reports saying that uh, the uh, luxury car market is expected to touch eighty thousand mark by twenty thirty, so which is almost double from right now. So how confident is the industry right now? And do you think if the uh, you know if there is a, a better policies in place and if the government doesn't change sudden change the policies and all, do you think that is uh, uh, doable? In the overall, so what I had said is today the total PV market is growing at eight to ten percent, seven eight to ten percent, and I expect the uh, luxury market to grow at around ten percent, and slightly higher than the total PV market. If these two things have to happen, and if you put a compounding effect to the current volumes, you will reach the eighty thousand number. But uh, it's a simple mathematical calculation uh, and expectation based on the forecast given by PV industry extrapolation to the luxury segment. Now. Uh, whether this will happen is based on, of course, economic policies. I think long-term nobody can predict. But if you add up these numbers, mathematically, it should reach to the 80,000 number. Okay, okay, like that. But this year, uh, this financial year, it is expected to grow uh, more than 40,000. One of the best yeah, years. Yeah, at least uh, looking at the current trends, we feel the industry should be more than 40,000 this year. Okay. All right, Santos. Nice talking Thank to you. Nice Thank you. 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 Thank you